Welcome to the Michelle and Lucy show. We're sola dietitians who are breaking out of the typical nutrition talk to have raw and honest conversations, hoping to inspire you to step into your most authentic and empowered self in mind, body, and soul. We hope every conversation leaves you feeling more connected to your truest self so that you can begin to embody the best version of you starting today. Hello, it's Michelle here from the Michelle and Lucy show. Welcome back to another episode today. Today it is just I here on behalf of the two of us. I'm doing a solo sode. Um, again, the season's been quite busy. Me and Lucy um, are still overdue to just even catch up, let alone record together, but we can't wait to um, come back to you in the right time and um, share some more special episodes together and with some more special guests. So with that said, if you're new here, welcome. So happy to have you. If you're returning, welcome back. Also so happy to have you here. Um, you know, quick, quick thing here. I'm Michelle. Lucy's Lucy, who isn't here. Um, Lucy and I are two dietitians. We are also so much more than that. We're coaches. We both help people really on more of the um, emotional side, the getting in touch with yourself, nourishing yourself beyond the food. Um, so just a little bit about us. You can follow Lucy at um, Lucy Call underscore RD on Instagram and myself, Michelle underscore Caravella. Of course, you can always find the podcast Instagram too at the Michelle and Lucy show. Uh, I don't know. I sometimes feel like we don't do enough of that in introductions. Like who are these chicks? Um, so anyways, that's a bit on us. Excuse me. I'm drinking seltzer over here. Um, yeah. And if you want to, um, learn more about Lucy and work with her, kind of what things she's offering right now, um, she's offering EFT tapping services. So if you are just curious about it, definitely stalk her page. She has such great videos. Um, and if you want to overcome a internal struggle and find some, um, relief and stress relief and just really, um, clear the inner workings for, the best you definitely consider a session with Lucy. You can find that info um, in the show notes. Um, amazing. I've tapped with Lucy in a collective where she's led us through one of my um, workshops uh, last December and also one-on-one. Um, she's tapped me through some stuff and it's just such an awesome, awesome tool to have um, and a powerful experience as well. Um, as far as I... I I keep calling myself out. Um, As far as me, if you want to work with me, um, I am taking one-on-one clients right now. So nourishing yourself and mind, body, and soul and stepping into your truest self to live a soul-aligned life and be nourished is what I help my women with. So feel free to um, click the link below to apply. Okay, with that said... Um, I want to jump in today and talk about a topic that I had just been rabbit hole searching um, through the past, I don't know, year or so. And yes, it was a side effect of grief, I think. Um, But what that was, and then finally I was like, you know what, if I can't find the answers, it might just be something that I need to explore and call on other people who, who can speak on this topic. And, um, that topic today is finding 
faith after a traumatic event or after grief or after life really not going your way. And you guys, I'm not talking about like, um, I don't know, like I'm not like, oh, like you got a flat tire, which oh, well, you guys, I did last night. So we're just... <laughs> so that's a true, true story there. But no, I'm, you know, enough that that's not a headache. But uh, what I mean by this is like not after something and I'm not the one to judge like what is con- constitutes as small or big. Um, so I don't mean this in like a judgy way. Um, I guess I'm just saying not like when like something like small happens um, and you're like, oh, crap, like yada, yada happened. Like you kind of can, you know, move past it a little bit more. But um, I'm talking more like when something big happens, like for me, if you guys have been following, you know, like um, my dad had passed away um, a little more than a year ago now. Um, and he also got, he was also sick. So on top of, and I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm not This isn't about comparing dads. I'm just kind of explaining um, why I've, felt so pushed away from having faith and why this topic is a, has been a evolving well once was very much a struggle and now I'm kind of healing through that um and you know again and I'm not saying like if it was a traumatic death experience that it would make it any better I'm not saying that at all death sucks grief sucks um what I'm saying though is to see like this decline and be disappointed along the way like and just be really kind of ripped apart over the span of one and a half years um with seeing someone who you know you love kind of decline in that way um and like any faith and hope you had was kind of negated and then you're left with the grief um you know of of death of loss on top of a tumultuous road so I guess I'm just saying that the compilation of such events that lead you to where your faith is tested and to where doubt is high and to where it is really fucking hard to look on the bright side of life and you know to just sum that up um so I'm talking about those experiences so I'm so curious um anyone listening who has gone through something and is still managing because we know you know here's one of the biggest things I learned right away in the process of everything um with my own experiences that um, the dualities always exist, right? So there could be tragedy and there could be beauty. Um, there could be sadness and there can be joy. And that is absolutely, I think if that can help anyone who's maybe going through it right now, um, because at first I didn't think that was possible. At first I literally was like, absolutely not. Nothing else gets to be joyful because this is so not joyful. Um, and I couldn't think of anything else. I couldn't think, how can I? It just, it almost, for me too, you guys, felt out of integrity to be happy about anything else when this was going on. Um, and I say this, this isn't, there's not a right or wrong way to, to grieve and to go through your trauma and to go through your, your stuff. So I'm not saying this as a corrective action um, by any means. I'm just kind of sharing my experience of, because in fact, I think that's quite common and normal if you if I may to have that reaction of like 
what the actual F, I can't feel joy right now when this is happening. And I think it's very hard to explain that to people who don't get it um, or who haven't experienced a situation because they're like, oh, well, you know, this and this is happening. So can't you also be happy? No one ever said that verbatim. That would be pretty, I feel like, insensitive. Um, But I guess what I'm saying is... um, it took me time to realize, and honestly, I'll be frank with you guys, it was on This Is Us that I first heard the phrase, um, this was a while ago now, where, if you guys remember, um, what's his name? Oh, Jack, I almost forgot, how could I forget? Jack and Rebecca, it's like the flashback of when they lose um, the one triplet before they adopt Randy, And Randy, is it Randall? Randall, it's been so freaking long since I've seen it. And the doctor, so obviously they're mourning this miscarriage, right? They're mourning, not miscarriage, I'm sorry, stillbirth, I believe, um, from what I recall. They're mourning this, but they also have these other babies. And it's just like such a freaking bizarre time, right? Like to, as a human to experience, because it's like you have this immediate grief and you also have this this birth, this joy. And the doctor, I love him, the gynecologist, forget his name in the movie, in the series, but he just said something about, um, beauty and tragedy can coexist. And I guess I had this had aired like when I was still in the thick of it. I know this is us was still playing. And that just really helped because when I realized that, this these events weren't gonna just like happen and be done with and then like go about your life but it's kind of gonna be chronic it almost feels overwhelming it does it felt overwhelming it felt just horrendo feeling of how can I live with this black cloud of like all this happening um so then just to say oh there's beauty there's joy it doesn't make the I mean, there's um, beauty and there's tragedy. I don't think it makes the tragedy go away. And that's not the thing. We're not supposed to make the tragedy or the grief go away, right? That's like 101. Unfortunately, it's always with us, which was something also I was very angry about. Um, But instead, I think what we're, I think what helped in hearing that statement, I don't know if this can help anyone else today, is that it gets to be both. So like for me, an example of this, like um, just so happened that right when all this was happening with my dad, like my best friend was engaged. Um, so, you know, she was planning her wedding and it was, there were these joyous celebrations and other friends were getting engaged. These are just like obvious examples of joy, right? Like, um, you know, obviously too, in small ways, there was joy happening. Um, but also like, and and at first I was I didn't know how I, my brain didn't know how to compute because again for me it was an integral thing it's like but I'm so fucking upset right now and like like what excuse me seltzer um how am I going to feel joy and it had nothing to do with the friends right it had nothing because at the end of the day my heart was happy for them but it just was calibrating both so this is a very long winded way to to share the first kind of lesson or realization if you will whatever because again I'm not trying to preach I'm just trying to share and open the conversation um that be open to the end right like the a and d like the there's this tragedy and there gets to be beauty don't force it though okay let me tell you this don't force it 
And don't, you know, if, if someone else tells you that outside of you, you might be like, take a hike. Again, I think that's pretty normal, right? And they might just mean well. But that's an, another episode for the, the crazy things, you know, sometimes people say when you're, when you're going through it. Um, so I don't know, just want to share that. Like, I think what would help with this topic of how do you keep the faith? How do you stay positive? How do you whatever after you've been freaking punched in the face? I think to be open to accepting the idea that tragedy and beauty can coexist. And I'm so sincerely sorry that if you're listening to this episode because you're looking for answers, that probably means that you have some trauma or have been through something that you're, you still feel like is coming up or you're going through something. And I'm sorry because you know what? Some people might not ever go through what you're going through in this lifetime and might not ever have to search how do I feel the faith? How do I keep the faith? How do I stay positive when this happened? So I understand, you know, that you are going through something and I'm so sorry. Seriously, it sucks. And also, I want you to, my hope for you is to also live a life that still has joy, Right? I know if depending on where you where you're at while you're listening to this you might be like that's impossible that was me felt impossible just cuz that was always glaring and you just felt like how am I to have any other faith after something like this and hey that's why we're here right because life is a gift life is a gift at the end of the day and you know what you guys despite what we've heard and the clichés and the movies and all the things that are glamorized, that that show these happy endings. I hate to say it, but there's another side of life. Life is all of the things. It's the whole spectrum. It's not just the happy spectrum. It's not always happy endings. It's not. And that sucks. And I think that's an, I think I'm sharing this leads me into like lesson number two here of that acceptance of well, hot damn diggity, life isn't always fair. And it's like, you've heard it, I'm sure. And even before this, whatever you're going through, maybe there were other ways where you were like, Mish, like I've dealt with life isn't fair, but this really doesn't feel fair. And I get, again, I, I empathize. I really, really, really do. And having that acceptance of, life isn't fair. It's not going to make the unfair thing go away. It's not going to make it right that whatever the heck you've been through, that trauma, that thing that made you lose the faith is now going to be right is, you know, and everything's okay. It's still wrong. I get you. I agree. I think a lot of things that happen are still damn right wrong. And also when we kind of are like, oh, we don't want to expect bad things, right? We're not trying to set ourselves up like that. And yet though, when we say hey not everything like there's just that reality right like not everything is always not everything is guaranteed to be roses in a walk in the park I think again for me just sharing not preaching that acceptance right so like what was the first thing I said here the first thing I said there gets to be both there gets to be tragedy and beauty number one number two accepting that life is a spectrum and there's shit there's life and there's death. And it sucks. There's miracles and then there's fucking tragedies. 
you know, but when we are like, oh yes, oh right, because you know what that does, again, doesn't fix the tragedy, but I think what it does, you guys, at least for me, it's like, oh, okay, wait, so like, in a way, this is wrong on so many fronts, and also, effing fortunately, it's also, (coughs) excuse me, like a part of life. And it sucks that I got this card. And also it's a part of life. And you know what happens too? Hope that's not dismissive to anyone. You know what happens too though? You realize, you reevaluate your life. You do. You just do. Anyone who's been through like the ringer, you everything just completely becomes clear all of a sudden. At least for me, in the in the moment in the beginning of like what actually fucking matters. Right? And then everything else doesn't. So when we, the, the thing about tragedy and trauma and loss and the thing that blows balls, you know, of course that blows balls, but the one thing that it does that I think doesn't blow balls and I think is important, part of my profanity, um, is that it immediately like shows you this deeper appreciation for what, do, like, and I'm not, and this might have been one of the things that some, if someone said I might have, would, would have wanted to punch them in the beginning if they're like, oh, appreciate what you do have. That's not what I'm saying, because that's different. Like, oh, just, because I feel like that's dismissive when you're in the thick of it, when people are like, well, just be grateful your mom's not dead too. No one ever said that to me. That would be really effed up. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, oh, just, fo- that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, let yourself be in where you're in. And also, I'm, again, pre- sharing, not preaching, my experience in what it does make you realize is you do have a deeper appreciation for the people in your life, for my mother, for my surviving parent, right? For the things that matter, for my health, for the fact that I could get up and go for a run, the fact that I have a roof over, like you just, and it's not always, it's not like you're always on the forefront because I feel like if it was, you probably, we'd all probably be like more like happier, like just like creatures of like, wow, like appreciative. So it's not, you're not always thinking that. However, when I go in these spirals, sometimes it is helpful to be like, oh wait, but I have, my heart was broken, but it's also broken open. And all of these things are so much more meaningful to me. Every family function, every yada yada, it's that much more special. Two-sided, I'm a little emotional here, bear with, because of course it's, it's bitter as heck. And also it's, more special it's even specialer than heck you know what I mean so that so that's the third thing I I would say is that there's this appreciation so I don't know if this is helping you with your with your faith you'll have to let me know because like I kind of side tangented but I still think those three lessons are important Um, I'm just going to take a sip of my seltzer real quick okay so I think yeah when it comes to like how do we regain the faith I, I think a couple things that I told you really did and I, I think here's a fourth one for you patience patience and grace with yourself I think it's completely normal to go through what you've gone through a traumatic event something that's made you rattle your faith question everything you've ever known until that moment I think that's completely normal I don't think in my opinion it's something to rush through so be patient. Let yourself deal with every like emotion and just every question. Like that's that's me again. Sharing, not preaching. Some people might 
have different thoughts, different experiences, and the floor is open. Um, and I think if we just know again that that's kind of, excuse me, part of the park, par for the course, like, oh, I'm going to question everything. I'm going to, you know, life doesn't feel fair. I don't know if I can have my faith. Like, that's okay. In my opinion, I think that's normal. Okay. I would say number five, let faith build back slowly. Let faith build back slowly and also understand, I think, what faith is and isn't. I think this has helped me reinstate the faith that I have now that I, it's still not as much as before (laughs) everything. It's still a little rocky, but there's definitely improvements there's a more in my faith bank than there used to be when all this happened, right? Because when all this happened, it was empty. Everything was just, if you could just from the bottom of the bucket, just make a huge hole. That's where all my faith went. You know what I'm saying? So right now it's not full, but it's, it's patched, it's patching up. And I think two things, letting faith build more slowly after you know going off after having that patience let it build slowly meaning look for the positives in small things learn to see the good still right and we got to go back to number one right where there's tragedy and there's beauty so even though that might be triggering I'm not saying I'm not saying it in the sense of like Oh, that happened. Well, at least you didn't lose that too. Or at least I'm not at, not at least I'm not talking at least I'm talking about the things in your life that you're like, this is beautiful. This happened, or I have this, or this person's in my life. Just a slow build gratitude, not force, but a slow build gratitude, just a recognition, just recognizing you don't have to go and post on Instagram and say, I'm so grateful. Yeah, no. Just a recognition like, hmm, okay, I am grateful I have this or I am grateful for that person. Just to remind that mind, that beautiful mind of yours, but that piece of you that's been so much, through so much that it's questioning everything, just to slowly say, oh, hey, mind, look at this. This is, this is beauty. This is not, like, to me, that helped. So with that, I, I know I said it's a slow build and also redefine faith. I think for me, what helped me understand or kind of refill my faith bucket a little bit after loss and after tragedy was redefining it and really understanding what faith is. And I I wish I had like a cool savvy definition for you right now. And I don't, um, however, there is a good one where I think it says like, and I don't know, it might, this might've been my own definition mixed with a quote who the heck knows these days um but it was along the lines of faith isn't necessarily about everything working out the way that you want it to or should but trusting that the way it is working out is somehow in your best interest and in the the best interest of the greater good now trigger warning because that was you know Again, for me, hearing that after everything, um, 
that might have been triggering in the sense of there's no rhyme or reason don't please don't tell me that um that there was that this losing my dad him going through to this day I don't really wrap my head around why it had to be the way it was and yet somehow I still find some solace in in trusting faith and knowing that I don't have to understand right like I don't have to know the why and I'm not meant to know the why and as frustrating as that is especially as someone like myself who wants to get to the bottom of things um I think when you realize that you don't always have to know why or you won't know always know why can also be freeing as to why something or as to um accepting the things the past that has happened so that's a little bit mixed in I think that was also a little side tangent with the faith with the last point here which was um redefining faith like faith you know what you guys I don't know if I could say that I know exactly what faith is but I think I could say that I think in my opinion for me, I know what faith isn't. And that's what I'm trying to say here, which faith isn't, doesn't mean that things will always work out the way that you want. And things will always work out seemingly good. I think that's what I'm trying to say, where you can still pray and believe that, you know, that things will work out and be okay. Um, Because you might not know why certain things are happening in the sequence that they're happening, but just having this, and I, I think this is where your spirituality and your faith, your religion or what have you come in to help you, to help you move, move through life. It's just this knowing that, okay, damn, like this happened and I have a choice after, right? After you've you know, wherever, if if this feels right to you, for some of you, it still might not feel right. And that's okay. I don't know where you're in your journey. And that's okay. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, after you've been through everything, and you're here, you're breathing, you're here, you're in this beautiful, precious life. We are left with this decision to wake up every day, and either move forth with this what I would define as this lack of faith, this lack of a positive attitude, right? Because we're so like, fuck, if that happened to me, like, fuck it all. And I think that, again, that's a normal response in grief, I would imagine, trauma, loss, what have you. And yet, when I think about that sometimes, I think, what kind of way to live like that what what kind of way to live is that? To wake up every day and say, well, if that happened, shit, this sucks. You know what I'm saying? And the other alternative that I've been working on and hopefully helping you guys with this is that the other alternative to that is, yes, all the things we talked about, right? Tips one through five, accepting there's beauty and tragedy. Accepting that, you know, life is meant for all the spectrums. Life isn't fair, right? Knowing that even among the muck, there's still things to say, oh, hey, like that worked out for me. Or I have faith or I'm sorry, (laughs) meaning I like, look, like I believed in that. I prayed for that. It appeared, 
right? That there were still some things that worked out. So when we, what I found is, again, not preaching, just sharing, I can either wake up and live with that attitude and let that past dictate how I'm going to view my future or I can wake up and say acknowledge that right and learn to carry that with me which is what I've been committed to carry it and let let it sober me let it ground me let it deepen me let it make me become a better lover of all things make me make it let it make me become a better human, a better me, a better person, and a more humble and uh, wholesome person, right? Because now I know this other side of life and it sucks. And we don't want to discount it and disacknowledge it, right? And yet we want to still say, hey, I'm going to choose to view the positives today. I'm going to choose to say, even though there's always a risk of tragedy, because guess what? There's a ton of shit out of our control. There just is. There's still beauty that can come to me and into my life. And when I started to think like that, and this is a practice. I'm not perfect at it. I'm literally this you guys, this is new. And yet I feel like I want to share. I want to hear from you guys who have gone through who have gone through it. Again, not the flat tire. Um and you know, feel free. That that sounds like I'm closing certain people off, and I don't mean to do that. Um, I'm just selfishly kind of saying like who has been through some shit and like managed to keep your your attitude and your faith still intact or at least with you and not gone completely you know down the negative spiral um but that floor is open to anyone truly let me know um what you what you've done i hope this gave someone somewhere just a little bit of solace because i know like i said part of what inspired me to to record this today was because when I was really going through it, I was looking everywhere and I felt like no one was really talking about it. And the people who kind of were, nothing was landing. So I don't know. I just feel like there could be another resource out there. Um, And perhaps maybe you came across this. This could be one. I don't know. So how do we keep the faith after times of tragedy, after trauma, how, what do you guys do? I'd love to know. And I'm going to quickly try to recap if I can remember, because like I said, I didn't write them down. Um, but here we go. I think we said five, right? First one was, um, just the welcoming the notion beauty and tragedy can coexist. Just being open to that. Second one, life is meant to be a spectrum. It's not all about happy endings as much as we wish that it was. Um, It just ain't. And and that's kind of par for the course. Um, Number three, I think we were saying patience and grace. Don't force yourself to build up your faith right away. All of those emotions that you feel that your faith broke and you're questioning everything, I say lean into them for a little bit. That's just me. I think explore that. You have every right. You're justified. Let your emotions be. Number four, 
was talking about building things back steady or slowly, right? So just be patient with that faith bucket. We're not going to freaking put all the faith right back in the gene, gosh darn bucket, right? So what do we do? We start just looking, right? We don't have to put a flag out there saying, I'm a grateful person. No, but we get to just start to look and be mindful and say, oh, hey, that's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Like, yeah, this shit sucks that happened, but you know what? I'm grateful I have X, Y, Z. Or I'm just going to acknowledge the fact that I have all this. Just slowly start to show your brain the better things. And number five, you guys... I said patience, I said grace, rebuild it slow. I don't remember, um, to be honest. But I think we, oh, redefine faith. There we go. Redefine faith. Um, Remember, you don't need to have, not everything has to work out perfectly the way you think you should for it to be, for you to be faith-filled, right? At least that's what I've learned. Um, However, when we wake up in the morning, and we get to think about, am I going to choose to, you know, err on the side of the positive or I'm going to choose to err on the side of negative? Neither one's really guaranteed. Things outside of our control are going to happen nonetheless. So might as well make the most and err more on the positive side. Um, at least, again, that's something that I'm, I've been practicing. So anyways, my friends, I hope that you are... Um, have gotten something out of this today. I hope this helps a little bit. Um, as always, if it did, um, the biggest thank you that um, we could receive from you all listening is if you took a second and just liked our podcast, rated it, subscribed, screenshot it, or shared it with a friend who also might get something out of this. Um, that's a huge, um, much appreciated. Because, you know, Lucy and I want to help as many people as we can. And as always, shoot us a message on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear um, what's helped you and what um, maybe something I didn't mention, maybe something I did that really resonated and you want to share. All right. Love you guys. And we will catch you on another episode of the Michelle and Lucy show. Bye.